This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and we are live at the Steelers' final training camp practice sure are. of 2023. Uh, Matt, we made it. Well, we're here. We got we got three more hours. <laughs> we haven't made it yet. Come on. We yeah. haven't gotten through this yet. That's yeah. true. We gotta, we'll do that at the end. But it it has been a, quite the ride. It's been a blast. And thanks for everybody for listening. It's been a really enjoyable experience for sure. It has. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of uh, reps. Uh, we have had a lot of reps. Right. Talking to each other about uh, what's going on in the field. Right now, what's going on in the field here at uh, Steelers training camp practice is some field goal work here. And uh, Chris Boswell out there. He's going to kick this weekend. Presley Harvin will do the uh, mm, okay. will do the, the punting after the other guys uh, did so last week. That was cool of them to give them that shot, though. They, they put some stuff on, on tape last right. week for those guys that yeah. really don't really have a chance. And, to and that pays dividends like next year when you're looking. You might want to, you know, anytime you want to bring in a camp leg and you want to bring in camp leg so you don't have your, yeah, your yeah. main guys kicking every time. Um Agents are more agents, likely yeah, to say, agents yeah. are more likely to say, hey, yeah, go to the Steelers. They'll give you a legitimate shot to put something out. You may not make the team, mm-hmm. but you'll get an opportunity to show yourself. Put something on tape for the rest of the league, and then you're on the radar. Right. You know, so that does go a long way. People don't think about that, that that aspect of it, but it is still a human business, and agents understand those things. And if you treat their client wrong or someone else's client wrong and just use them up and don't give them any opportunity to show themselves, well, they're unlikely to send another guy your way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other interesting thing coming uh, from Mike Tomlin today about th- that part of the football, the specialists here, as we watch some special teams. He said he's really uh, intrigued to watch Calvin Austin and Anthony McFarlane ret- uh, returning. McFarlane returning okay. kicks, uh, Austin returning punts in this week. It, the fact that they're looking at McFarland as a kick returner, I think that's great news. It's good to news be for him, for sure, for sure. I mean, that's the biggest thing that kept him off the active or the game day. Got to be able to do something. You got to do something teams. on special teams because boy, they are repping both those guys heavy here. You know, with the offense, and I think they want them to be active. They want them to be part of the offense, and we've said this a hundred bazillion times. The the offense is looking for more explosive ways of moving the football, and those two are the most explosive players on this team at their respective positions. You know, yeah. so you, if you can get them out there, that's great. Frankly, kickoff returns mean less than they ever have in our lifetime. So, But you'll have – I mean, he'll still return it here and there, right. Maybe one per game or something. Mm-hmm. And in, in the Northeast as well, um, you know, where the Steelers play football at, as the season goes on, you'll see more returns because teams won't be able to – Won't go travel as far. And, yeah, right. you'll get – Oh. Now, this is uh, the the, the – First team offenses out there. What they're doing today is more show team like stuff. So they've got the the show. Well, some of the the, the defense out there is like the show defense, um, right? And but there's some first guy, first team guys out there like the cams out they're there. Not but trying, they're not. They're not trying to break up passes or anything like that. You're, no. You, this is all about positioning and giving the offense a good look, and then the defense will do the same. You'll see, you know, the the third team off or defense or offense out there working against the first team defense. Um, Right now they're repping. They got ones on ones out here. They do have ones on ones, but it's. I mean, the whole crowd just cheered because they completed a deep ball down the sidelines, but the corner let up. Didn't even you know? It doesn't even like put a hand up or yeah, accelerate. You know, right? They're just playing the play. You're, 
these are th- these are plays that the Steelers will run in Saturday's game against the Bills, presumably. Yeah, I mean, the way you described it, I thought, off the air was good, that this is sort of a midweek in the middle of the season style of practice yeah. in terms of prepping for an opponent. These are the plays. The defense is out there with a card. You know, like, they're, they're basically running scout team, no matter who they are. I mean, but they're, they're you know, the, the, there's a card for these guys and that kind of thing. And so it's not a normal practice. It's kind of a bonus one. But I do think it's noteworthy. Defense showed up big in seven shots. Yeah, yeah. So then that was you know, that was live. That well, was you know, in that one, um, they're not in pads today. Right, right, right. So you weren't going to see any running. I think if you're a defensive player, okay, you're not going to run the football here. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Trubisky ran one in the scrambled in. Yeah, may or may not have been legit in the real world. You know, I mean, you only had to get two yards. You only had to get probably, two yards. Probably gets the two yards, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. From the intensity level of the practices that we've seen over the last couple of weeks here, excuse me. Wow. This would be down, very, down. very low down on the list. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by design. It's not like they're yeah. not out there working. I mean, it's, they're getting ready for a game and saving the intensity for the Bills. Yeah, that's one thing you know, Mike Tomlin said today. He said, look, we did one day uh, of prep last week before we played the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I assume that was for the, walk, the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Today, this is like an actual – in-season practice. Do you have hiccups on the air? I do. That's been like my biggest fear of all time. I don't think I've ever had to deal with it. It's, I mean, what, what do you, what's one like us do? I mean, I, I need tweets, you know, how, how do we save them? Uh, I'm going to just, just fight. Bah, through I'm going to scare you. You, <laughs> you got to fight through it. You got to battle. Yeah. It's like going and playing with a bad ankle. That's been a deep fear of mine. What if I get hiccups on the air? What am I you know, do? there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. Exactly. Right now I'm just hurting a little bit. I'm not injured. <laughs> And it'll pass. It will pass eventually. I'll, yeah. I'll keep talking here, and I'll just forget about it, and it'll stop. <laughs> Any hiccup cure is appreciated. I think they're already passed. No, I think you're all right. I think I'm good. Mind over matter. There you go. There you go. You don't mind, it don't matter. <laughs> you did tremendous work. I don't know if I could have done as well. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, but you, you fight through this stuff. as much like, you you know, guys are fighting – through some oh, things here. Oh, that was another one. Yeah. Okay. Guys are fighting through some <laughs> stuff here. So Mike Tomlin saying Larry Hogan Joby will not play. Uh, Nate Herbig will not play. Okay. And um, Trey Norwood. Does Hogan Joby big picture worry you a little bit uh, durability wise? You it know, seems he was like since he's been a Steeler, I don't know we've ever seen his best or enough uh, enough games or weeks in a row. We haven't, and I asked. Yeah. I actually asked Mike Tomlin that that very question uh, when we were down at the owners' meetings uh, this spring. I, you know, I asked. Him, I said, "Did we get to see the best of Larry Larry Ogunjobi last mm-hmm. season?" He goes, "Absolutely not." Yeah, I didn't. We think didn't so. get, to, right. get to see that, but I think I think they feel like um, this is more precautionary than mm-hmm. anything. They're they're just taking it easy on him. I mean, if it was week two, he'd play. Yeah, yeah, and he he played through all that stuff last year. Right, right, right. Now you want him. I think that's what they're trying to do here is get manage him through the preseason. There's just a lot of managing last year. There's been a lot of managing since he's been a Steeler. Is my point, and I, I don't know if one's related to the other, or if it's just a little bit of bad luck or what. But there's a lot of potential there, and I'd like to unlock it. But I mean, that happens. Every team around the league has players like that where you just try to get them to the next week. I yeah. mean, it's just a nasty well, I think, league. I think they're better prepared this year for that. Like, if he had to sit out a week oh, or two yeah, this season, okay. they'd be perfectly fine. Like, right. last year they were, again, managing him to get him to mm-hmm. game day each week. 
I don't know if they have to do that this year. Plus, they know the player better. They signed yeah. him late in the process last year. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, he's been around the block. He wanted to bring him back. He liked you. You liked him. And, frankly, you know, Liao's more equipped to step up. Loudermilk sure looks like he's more equipped, who was had trouble even being active last year. And you got Benton. And Benton, and plus the other the older nose guys. Yeah, so, they, I mean, they've that defensive line is really deep. Really deep, really deep. I mean, Cam stands alone, obviously. But you could lose any of the others for a little stretch and be okay. This is as, this might be as deep of a line that they've had since the you know you had uh, Aaron Smith, Casey Hampton, and Kimo von Olhoffen as your starters with mm. Brett Kiesel and Chris Hoke. I'd say Hoke is a backup too. Right? I mean, that, that was five quality guys. Yeah, that could all start a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. and, and did, no, I think you're right. And did end up starting a lot of games. I think this this group maybe lacks some of the. Well, I mean, Cam's a star. Cam's um, a star, right? You know, but. I mean, I'll take Cam over any of those guys, and Hampton and Smith were amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think this one, you know, you're looking at six or seven easily deep, and, you, again, mm-hmm. you're going to end up cutting guys or, or not having room for guys who are, who are NFL players. Yeah, and, and their ages are a little staggered, too. You know, you got a rookie, nice you got a second it, yeah. nice guy, and obviously there's a leader in that room, like few other leaders. So, yeah, it's a good group. Um, and I think it's deep, and they will be releasing people that are NFL players that other teams should be grabbing if they can, and pretty well set up even for coming years. Like, I mean, yeah, if it, you think about it, like three years from now, is the starting is their starting defensive line, and this is obviously you know salary cap implications. Those kind yeah, of things sure. are going to play. Anyone could get hurt. But could right. you see a, a starting line of what we saw in the in the preseason game the other day in the second quarter? I could see Liao and Benton three years from now being starters. Yeah, without question. I I don't know if the noses would hold up the test of time for that that stretch, or if I'd count on Loudermilk to go starter. I mean, I'm just happy that he looks like he's in line to make the team. I mean, yeah. three three years in eternity. It is. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it is. Yeah. Um, but you know, when they when they made that trade, um, to move up to get him, I know a lot. Of, why would you trade up to go get the uh, you know a guy? In this draft, you trade a fourth round pick next year to get a fifth round. Oh, pick louder this trade. Year. Okay, right. And he he looks like a player now. He does. He does. And he was. I remember when they made the trade. I had seen the name with our draft prep, but he was not on the tip of everyone's tongue. Even though he was from a big well, school. He was, yeah, he was a weird. Like he was he he was down to like two seventy. Yeah, he's had a um, weird path. Yeah, and now he's back. You know, he's back up. He's back where they want him at. You know, two ninety five ish, two three hundred. Um, you know, so he fits that mode better. Mm-hmm. Um, Either as an end in the three four, or kicked inside as a D tackle with a, with a four man front. Yeah, Mike, Tom, Mike Tomlin was asked again today. He was asked about Herbig, and he said we just like those those Wisconsin guys because they, you know, Jim Leonard, their former defensive coordinator, ran stuff very similar to what mm-hmm. we run. I yeah. also think there's a toughness, and you know, he has a big time NFL background, Leonard, um, and. You can't help it as a scout, as evaluator, if you have success. I mean, TJ's obviously a massive success from a school. You probably at least going to break go back ties. There, yeah. You know, I mean, if it's your tween between Herbig and X player from wherever, South Carolina, Maryland, whatever, you'll probably take the guy that you know translated well to the league. Well, and you also of, develop those relationships with those coaching absolutely, staffs. Absolutely, right. And so, you ha- you know, you trust those guys a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Like, Jim Leonard's not in football right now. He's he's sitting out this year where he winds up at. And now all of a sudden – so now that will be the true test. Yeah, like, say, is that a new it, pipeline? Yeah, right, if he right. becomes, you know, a coach at 
Uh, pick a school. Yeah, Colorado State. Whatever. Nebraska yeah, right. yeah, or yeah, right, right, somewhere right. like that. They, you know, they start going, okay, we're going to look at those guys. Now. And then all of a sudden, the third round, there's a Nebraska guy here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, and then there's two. Like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, that makes some sense. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, back the team here, I, I don't know if they're going to be – I mean, the, there's the one defense out there. But, yeah, this is the uh, show offense more or less. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Again, I think they're – the offense is going off a card as if this is practice squad stuff, and the yeah. defenses don't know. What That's going to be the. But. I mean, we've got to see the entire first team offense in the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. for at least that first series. We didn't get to see the defense, no, as a whole. This week we're going to get to see the defense. Double coach then. Yeah. I mean, with the exception of Ogunjobi, who we just talked yeah. about. Basically, other than that, everybody like Peterson's going to be out there. Uh, Porter, KZ, Porter, uh, you know, all those guys. Minka, yeah, and he plans on playing Watt and Cam Hayward, and Hayward. Yeah. Okay, good. And Highsmith will play again, I'm sure. All right, now they get the first-team defense out there, and Leal is the defensive end opposite Cam Hayward. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I think that's the pecking order at this point. Okay. Uh, I mean, I still would maybe stick Benton there, but he seems to be playing more nose. Yeah, I think they're priming him or prepping him to uh, to be that nose right away and then mm-hmm. you know, maybe be one of the backups in the uh, in the nickel. You expect a lot of nickel, I would oh, think yeah. this week. Oh, this week, the Bills. I would think so. I mean, the belt. The Bills are probably repping things as the Steelers are now, getting getting ready. They were such a heavy eleven personnel team last year. Now and, they're playing more twelve though. And, but now they drafted the tight end in the first yeah. round, and they don't want to put Knox on the on the bench. But Kincaid, their first-round pick, more like a wide is more like a wide receiver. Yeah. So that's what the, the the dilemma that all these offenses put you yeah, in. There's is, 12 personnel, and then there's 12 personnel. Like Kelsey 12 and personnel Pitts and, with, right. with Washington and Gentry out there is far the different than, than 12 personnel with Fryermuth. and Fryer. Yeah, Hayward right. and Fryermuth. I mean, yeah. that's completely different. Let alone a Kelsey or a Pitts. Yeah. And that's what they are hoping Kincaid turns into is 50% big slot, 50% tight end. And so – if they are out there in 12, do the Steelers come out in their 3-4? Well, that's a little hairy. Yeah. If you come out in your nickel, you're going to probably be a little light versus a run. And uh, no team does that better than the Niners. I mean, the Niners put you in all kinds yeah, of conflicts. It's a good prep game way. for the Steelers. It is, it is. And you're going to play against Josh Allen. He's a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. So Sounds like he's playing a quarter from what I read this morning. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, 49ers, I saw – I was reading a thing last night um, real quick when we got back to the room. Mm-hmm. Um about Brock Purdy. He's thrown 11 interceptions in training camp. Has he? In like 124 passes or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that he's on a pitch count anymore. Um, who knows? I mean, they throw over the middle more than anybody in the league against Fred Warner and company. Yeah. That's dangerous territory. That that might be a, a, an indicator that he's struggling. Who knows? But the one thing I always worry about with interceptions in practice, especially in training camp, are what's coach telling you? Is he saying – Fire that thing in there even if you wouldn't in the game, or are they saying, you know, play it close to the vest? I mean, you never really know how they're coached up. But I, I'm, I still have my questions about Purdy nonetheless. I do as well. I just, you know, it, that led me to the, my first thought was, well, maybe his, his uh, brain is writing uh, checks his arm can't cash at this point. Because he, that angle, he didn't have the strongest arm no. to begin with. He's coming back off an elbow injury, mm-hmm. and so maybe he's still trying to make some throws that he thought he, you know, maybe he could make those throws last year, mm-hmm. and now he's incapable of. Yeah, game. if it's eighty percent or eighty-five yeah. or whatever, or maybe it's just eventually going to get back, but isn't yet. Who's to say? Um, Shanahan is a master, a master at scheming guys open, of course, 
But in this league, if you do throw over the middle, and this applies to Steelers because they're going to do it more, you got to drive it in there. I mean, yeah. you, you can't just baby it over the middle. There's too many fast bodies with really long arms. Yeah, that you are lob gonna... the ball over the middle. Right. It, as we and see, that happens. There's, there's <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That was right, a right. deflection, and uh, I couldn't see who picked that off. Bunch of gold jerseys. Yeah, that was um, Mason Rudolph. Uh, the, the pass was knocked away. I think it was Mark Robinson. That I think it was off. Robinson ended yeah. up with it and would have taken it to the house right, probably. Right place at the right time there, but that counts too. Yeah, it does. Um, there's just a lot of bad things that happen over the middle too. Absolutely, and, and that's, I think, one of the reasons why the Steelers avoided it so much last year, mm-hmm. and not so much this year. I think, no, they, I don't I think, think they've gotten a much greater trust in Kenny Pickett. And I'm also curious, I mean, just thinking Bills, traditionally over the last, well, over their coaching staff's era, the McDermott era, they live in nickel, no matter what right. you do. I mean, unless you bring out all 300-pounders. I mean, they I mean, goal line. Yeah. But they do not put it, they don't go to a, a base 4-3 at all. But now Edmonds isn't there. So it used to be Edmonds and Milano. If you're going to live in nickel, you better have two highly capable linebackers or a great one and a decent one. You right. Because you're asking a lot of those guys. They're going to play the run against heavier boxes. You know, like they'll play nickel against the Ravens. You know, so I wonder, is that still their approach? You know, with Edmonds being gone? Because, they, you know, they, they, they're yeah. going to be breaking in a new guy. I mean, yes, Terrell Bernard, mm-hmm. you know, the kid out of Cincinnati who I liked in last year's draft, but obviously he's very inexperienced. And right. We've seen inexperienced uh, inside linebackers get manipulated. He's a starter right now? Yeah. Because they drafted a guy in the third round, too. Uh, uh, Dorian Williams. Williams, yeah. okay, I liked as well. But I didn't think Williams was ready to start. Yeah, so they, uh, I'm reading, I'm looking here at our lads' uh, depth chart here, and they have Dorian Williams behind Milano. Who's up in age? So maybe mm-hmm. that you know that's their thought there. That, you know they draft him now, right? Special in, team him up and yeah. learn from those guys. A year or two from now, he he steps in to replace Milano. And and they also get uh, Poyer back, so they'll have both their pair of safeties that they ask a lot from too. And oh, by the way, I mean, you think uh, think the stadium's going to notice when uh, Demar Hamlin comes on the field too? Yeah, how cool be, is that? Bringing him home, you know? That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's gonna be a great game. I'm sorry, if preseason games go. I'm. Revved up for it's this a pretty, one. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a good opponent. They're both going to play. They're going to play guys, right, yeah. at home. You know, I mean, it's just the atmosphere should be fun. And, frankly, the third game will probably be not as exciting as we want it to be, but that's fine. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean but we'll this get... should be the best one of the, of the three. Right. And, they, and, oh, by the way, they played great against the Bucs. I mean, if they play similar to that, I'm going to be really enthusiastic about this team. Absolutely. I mean, and, and again, playing, like, you know, if it's – Seven three after a quarter or something like you. The defense holds its own against Allen, who's mm-hmm. again one of the, the toughest quarterbacks. He's, you're not going to tell Josh Allen to go out there on Saturday and hey, Josh, go out there and run the offense, but don't run around at all. This is a preseason game. We don't. You're, he's just right. going to go out and play. He's going to go out and play. I mean, they're going to want him not to take hits, of course. You know, to right. protect yourself. This isn't the AFC Championship game, but he's going to play his style of play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to get the break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We are live from Steelers training camp practice here at St. Vincent College, the last one of the 2023 training camp. Uh, you're listening to us live on uh, ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our Continuing live coverage here from Steelers training camp practices at St. Vincent College. Uh, 
this will be the last one, Matt. Kind of sad. Yeah. Get so excited to be here. And then it's a little bit of a catch twenty two. Yeah. I mean, it's an awesome experience. We we spend the better part of a month. Can get home here and there, of course, you know, which isn't a, a bad ride. I really haven't. <laughs> and you've gone home less than me. I mean, guys like Max Starks, who don't live close, just fly in and flat out live here I yeah. mean, the whole time. Um, but uh, not going to lie, I'm anxious to get to my house <laughs> in a few hours, I'm to be honest to, I mean, I've, in the last, what was it, what, July 26th we reported here? I think so, yeah. I came in the 20. You were there like two days before that, right? I was in on the 25th. Uh, since then, I think I've slept in my own bed twice. Oh, wow. I'm at like six-ish during yeah. that stretch. I had, like to go that. To, I had to go to Tampa. Right, right. Um, no, it's three times because I went home once and then I had to go home and go to, go to Tampa. Uh, so that's been it. And, and St. Vincent's is a wonderful place, but um, the bed's not so great. <laughs> I told you, I mean... <laughs> There's wonderful people come and like change the linens and give us uh, towels and stuff for while we're there. And, and there's but, no do not disturb sign that I can put on my door. I just though. yell, no thanks. Or I'm in the middle of a podcast. They walked in yesterday while I was recording a podcast. I'm like waving at them, like get out, I'm fine. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so then when they have these thin sheets over your bed, the, yes. know, the, the 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 one that goes around the what you call it. And last night it popped off, I guess, in the middle of the night. I woke up at like 6 a.m. to use a bathroom, and I'm like plastered to this plastic <laughs> mattress, sweating, like bleh, making this like sticky noise when I pulled off it. And I'm just thinking, I would kind of wish I was home. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, uh, some of these guys uh, on this 90 man roster right now are going They're to be going home. home or They're somewhere going to be else. They're going home, right. or, you know, at some point here. So I thought we'd take a look at that, Matt, and see what. Now that uh, camp is in the books here, where we would be looking at with this roster. Okay. Um, this isn't going to be easy. I haven't thought about this for a while. It's it's real easy to sit here on the air and be like, hmm, th- this player looks pretty good. I think he makes a team. Well, somebody's not going to. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, when you start making decisions of who's in, who's out, it gets a lot tougher. And typically, you're looking at 25 on offense, 25 on defense, and three specialists. So we know the three specialists. Yeah, the no, three specialists is the easy part. Right. Right. It's going to be the same as last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's a good group, injury. boom, yeah. done. Done. And we know the three quarterbacks. And we know the three quarterbacks. That's, again, easy. So I did a podcast today, just a side note, and maybe we'll do offense one segment, defense, yeah, whatever. But um, I'm betting the league – collectively has more teams that keep three at cut-down day than well, they yeah, did. Well, you can keep that third guy active on that, game day. That too, right. When the problem – so the, the part of the rule that makes that tricky is if, if you want to have that emergency quarterback available to you, you can't bring anybody up from your practice from your squad practice for that squad. day. Okay, right, right. So that 55-man exemption that you get on mm-hmm. game days is kind of the caveat there. Okay, do you want the 55 or do you want – the emergency quarterback. See, I bet most teams want the 55. I mean, at least when everyone's healthy early in the season. I mean, the chances you get to Rudolph in week one or two, knock on wood, is pretty slim. You right, know? But right. you lose if you don't. You know, If yeah. you do and he's not there, you lose. But again, 69 starting quarterbacks last year. But the Steelers are a three-team, three-quarterback anyway. team anyway. That's what anyway. they do. Right. But I, I think there'll be more quarterbacks employed this year than last year. Yeah. I guess is a better way to put it. Uh, how about at running back? That seems pretty. I think there's to the me. top three, and that's it. Depends on what you consider. I'm going to call Hayward a tight end, but we can call him whatever you want. He's making the team. Yeah. So you know? I mean, you're going to look at three running backs. 
three true running backs, mm-hmm. I, I think is the way to look at that. So Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Anthony McFarland. Agreed. And then a fullback, which would be – We'll call fullback Hayward. Hayward. Sure. And then – can also get you out of a game on, you know, running back. Tight end and running back and yeah. fullback. So I th- also think there's three tight ends. That's easy. Okay. I mean, we don't even have to name the names of these people. I yeah. mean, I assume everyone listening knows who we're talking about. So that gets about. you to nine players on offense. Mm. Or, I'm sorry, ten. Ten counting Hayward. Right, right, right. Um, Some teams keep four backs. I don't think the Steelers have to, especially with Hayward yeah. as a ball carrier. So it gets it gets dicey then when you start looking at offensive line and wide receiver. It is. I think that's where you have to, like. Do you go, do you go ten and five? Because you can use McFarland. Well, I don't even think I would look at it like 25 and 25 because you might have to steal one from the other or Danny Smith. They Smith's typically gets, don't I know do that. I know they don't. But let's put the guys down in pen that we know we're in. And we get then, you five starters on the offensive line. Right, right. They're they're in pen. Five plus Jones. Jones is in pen. Um, I think Herbig's in pen. Herbig, yeah. Let me make sure I'm not missing one. So, I think – I think you're Kevin guy, Dotson. I think. I mean, I think he's more Especially like in, with Herbig banged up a little bit right now. Yeah. I mean, I think he's in bold pencil. Right. And then Anderson. That would give you nine. I think Anderson's in. Now, that leaves LaRaven Clark off, who I think's in big trouble because he's a right tackle only, yeah. and Anderson can do that. Now you have four capable tackles. There's been a little bit of buzz about, like, Dylan Cook and Ryan McCollum and Dunkel's done Dunkel's okay. Dunkel's done, yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't think they can crack the 50. Pro- I mean, right. you know, if you're going to. They screen practice squad. Yeah, unless you think you can keep 10 and 5. That's what I'm well, We can come back to that. Okay. But who would be your 10th? Clark? I don't know that he's worth being your 10th with his lack of position versatility. Or is Dotson your 10th? I kind of lost my math there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm putting Dotson on right now. That gives you nine. That gives you, he's one of the nine. Yeah. Okay, with Anderson. Again, you're not going to release a started guy who started 17 no. games for you last year. My only thought is maybe get a draft pick out of him, you know. Potentially. You know, there are a lot of those type of moves. But I wouldn't mind having him around. Yeah. Right, it's right. Not, I mean, especially, again, with her, with Herbig dealing with a shoulder injury right now, mm-hmm. it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, but I think those nine are safe. Wide receiver, you got your top three guys. And Austin. You got Austin. That's four. Your fifth, I think Miles Boykin. I think Boykin is, is strong. Is a, is I a think Boykin beats guy. out White and Butler. I don't think Fitzpatrick or those guys have a shot. So you probably keep five there. That only brings us to 24, though, on offense? That only brings us – that leaves us to 24. Okay. And then you wonder, do you, do you keep – I don't think that's the end of the world. I mean, that might get Tanner Muse on the team or – Do you or, keep a guy like Gunnar Olszewski around? I guess we should bring him up. I would put him in the grayest of area. You yeah. know what I mean? So, when it comes down to Olszewski? I mean, if it comes down to him versus Kiewikowski or somebody like that. Or an Larry offensive Clark. lineman. Okay. Let's just say Olszewski or an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You don't you think Butler's for. got a shot. You don't think – I don't see it. White, I don't either. Right. Cody White has a chance. He's more of a call-up in week eight because you know what he is guy after an injury, you know. Or if, if, if uh, Danny Smith says, no, he's he's, one, I need him as one of my core special teams guys. If he's one of your best, right, if he's one of the five. So we got one roster spot to play with on offense. Yeah. But I might lobby to keep 26 defenders well, because the D-line. I mean, which we'll get to. I mean, like, if, if 
if you only keep 24 offensive dudes, maybe that means you get Loudermilk or, you know, an extra D lineman or somebody on them. Well, even got I, I just don't extra. see them. I, I don't think they can keep eight defensive linemen. That's the problem. Oh, no, I don't either. But I think seven you almost have to I mean, book, they kept seven. more than They usual. kept seven last year, and I think you keep eight linebackers. Four and four. Four and four. Probably. Which then gives you ten DBs, which, okay. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a fifth linebacker, Muse comes to mind, or I don't see it there. Someone that's a, a Kiewikowski, or I mean, someone that's a star on teams. I, that's what I just don't see because I don't know. see a fifth safety or a sixth. Safety might be the one where you know maybe you look at Killebrew as a. Well, he's gonna make it. Right, he's gonna make it. Right. Is, do you want him as one of your top? You're only if you only keep four safeties, can you afford that? Can you afford for that to be Killebrew? Because he's a special teams guy. And maybe a bar- or do you keep five corners and five safeties. A Barku or a Riley convinces you to only keep twenty four offensive players. This is the conundrum that you. Face. I know. I know. It's, it's well, a let's go through it. Or do you want to do it in this next segment? Well, do defense. Let's let's uh, let's start here. We okay. Got a couple minutes left. So you're going to keep. This was what, sort of the big fellas. Okay, that I mean, might be the toughest. The toughest one. Well, we know some you can put in pen. Yeah. I mean, I think there's five of them you can. Well. I don't know about five. Hayward, Ogan, Joby. Liao and Benton. All right. Now, I tend to think Adams, Fajoko, and Loudermilk make it. That's already seven. I know. Does that mean Watts doesn't? I think it's I think it's Adams or Fajoko at this point. I, I thought that all along, but I have a hard time getting ready to one of those guys. I do, too. But You don't want to be nose-heavy, though. You know, both of those guys have spent time on practice squads. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, they got Adams off the, the Saints practice squad. Mm-hmm. And Fajoko spent a good portion of last season on the Chargers practice squad. I but mean, if of you, course, you'd if love you, to get them yeah. back on your practice squad. Right. But if someone's nose needy, I bet they're going to be high on the list. I mean, you can't really look at it that way. I think he's got to keep There's your best. There's so few teams that actually need, need a true nose. That's what kills Fajoko especially. Right, yeah, because yeah. that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think you – know, But I don't know if you can afford to have two true noses. On your final roster, they well, can't do anything else. Especially since Benton can do Benton that as well. Because Benton can, right, yeah. right, right. So, do you keep Watts over Adams or Fajoko? Has he done enough? Hmm. I mean, if he lights up the Bills' second-team offense, maybe he's done I mean, enough. He's, he's started a lot of games in this league. Right. and It's been productive. I mean, you gave him a signing bonus. You like yeah. him, you know, right. Probably so, because he can play either spot. If you notice mm-hmm. in the last week here, they put him on the nose. I'm sure they're bit. having this exact conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you keep seven of those guys just because the quality is strong. But I'm, I'm going to say Adams. Adams is still playing ahead of Fajoko, so you, I don't know how you'd pick Fajoko over him, but I thought that would change. Yeah. Adams. Uh, Watts. Loudermilk and Watts. Yeah, I agree. And they'd love to scoop Fajoko back up and yeah, keep him as a stealer. And maybe you know that that could be something you don't you don't hope for this, but you know you, you get a you get a preseason game. You know, could there be an injury there that that opens oh, up sure, door, sure. for somebody? Right, right, right. I think outside linebacker is pretty. There's four. There's four. That's who you're going to keep. I mean, I think inside linebackers pretty pretty set. Probably. I mean, I'm keeping those top four guys, and I don't. They don't think Nick K makes the team. No, I don't either. Yeah, I think there's those four. So that's eight linebackers. 
Mm-hmm. Now we could revisit. Now, how that many again. spots do we have again? Ten more. Well, that's fifteen. Yeah, we, that leaves us with ten defensive spots. For, for defensive Assuming spots. we okay, so we have eleven spots open right this second, but one of them is going to go to an offensive player. Yeah, Gunner or Clark or presumably, presumably, yeah. unless we make such an okay, unless we make such a strong argument for a safety or corner. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. Okay. He is I Matt like Williamson. Yeah. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. The Steelers uh, taking part in their final practice uh, of training camp 2023 here at St. Vincent College. And, uh, well, they're on the field right now. This is more – the reason we're not talking a lot about practice is this is a practice that is really a practice for the game. There's not – They're not competing They're not. Yeah, they're not really they're, competing they're really like not, they have right. been. Uh, they're not in she- – they're, they're in shells today instead of uh, – Instead, I don't, know, I don't even think they're in shells. Yeah. I mean, like Dale said, the defense is out there to try to make the offense better. The offense is out there to try to make the defense better. It's I mean, just, it's, it's their show. They're, they're scout defense. teams. Yeah, they're right. scout team. They're, they're working the defense off of cards, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to take a break right now on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our live ongoing coverage from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. And, uh, Matt, uh, we were uh, trying to look at cutting this defense mm-hmm. here. And um, not easy. We've seen No, more, not easy. You know, we've seen more of that three safety look. So, you know. It's in the mix. It's in the mix. But Peterson can kind of do that too. So yeah, but we know Fitzpatrick's on the team. KZ's on the team. KZ's on the team. You gonna say Killebrew's on the team? I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down. Yeah, that's okay. that's four. Then let's revisit the last one. But I, I feel pretty think... confident that Neil's gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. I actually forgot about him for a second. I was gonna say Norwood. See, there's the. I mean, you could consider Neil's gonna make it. Yeah, you could consider Norwood. Kind of like Peterson, a safety slash corner. Defensive back. Because he plays the nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, Peterson's going to make it. Porter's going to make it. Wallace is going to make it. Wallace, yes. It's safe to say Pierre makes it? I think Pierre makes it. He's, again, a core special teamer. And, mm-hmm. you know, he came back on a he, – he helped himself, actually, in the offseason by cut, not – they didn't offer him a tender, and he came back on a, on a lower price. Yeah. That that helps. Is Chandon Sullivan a lock? I think so. I mean, Elijah Riley or Barku probably would have to blow up these two games to knock him out of the mix. Yeah, I think, I think Sullivan, I'm going to put him down as a – Okay. So that's one, two, that's three, ten, four, right? five, six, seven, eight. That's nine. That's nine. That's nine. So we have at – the, at the moment, one, two, we have three, two four, open five, spots. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Okay. So do you keep so, – So then it comes down to you still have uh, – ooh, boy. Again, you, you aforementioned some of the guys you talked about. Elijah so, Riley, safety slash right. nickel. Riley, Barku. Norwood. Norwood. Um, Kiewikowski. Madre Harper. Trenton Thompson's done some stuff. And yeah. yeah I, was, I was thinking that too. Quincy Roche. Oh, that's like – okay, that's – Two consecutive drops there for uh, Hakeem Butler. That's not how you make the club here. No, nah, that's not good. Yeah, as we're cutting the team, don't drop. Yeah, the right, football. right. We're in the middle of cuts here. Yeah, uh, perilous. I'm just throwing out random names. Like they would have to be really good special teamers. Perilous, yeah. Roche, Kiewikowski, Norwood. 
That's tough. Or do you keep 26 offensive dudes? Do you have 26 that you want to keep? I don't think. Yeah. I I don't think Butler's done enough to make this team. No, he certainly – and he's not helping his cause today. No. Um, I don't think Gunner's done enough to make this team after watching him for a year. I think I'd rather keep – There's an interception by the aforementioned uh, 17, Trenton Thompson. Hmm. He, he makes plays. He makes plays. He makes plays. What about uh, Wilkinsburg safety, Kenny Robinson? I don't know. Um, Trustworthiness I, on I special I think some teams, other guys, yeah, I think some other guys have maybe passed. Like, again, I think Trenton Thompson is moving past him a little bit. I tend to agree. that If it's down, I mean, both those guys have no chance to make the team. But if one's going to make the team, it's probably Thompson over Robinson. Yeah. All right. Well, who's your one offensive guy you keep? I might keep an extra offensive lineman just because those guys are hard to find. Clark? I don't know if it's for. I don't, I don't know, know if it's it'd Clark. be him or neither. I mean, maybe. I mean, there's been some buzz on the the bottom of the roster dudes that aren't like Dylan Cook, like Dylan Cook or William McCall. Dunkel. Do you right, feel like right, the, right. you know would those guys get scooped up if you you know could you get those guys back? I, I don't know. Ryan McCollum or I mean Cook's a 25 year old offensive tackle with some ability yeah I mean if, if you keep him with the plan of develop him all year he's inactive all year that might pay off a year from now you know what I mean right right tackles don't grow on trees tackles do not if they did everybody would be growing tackle trees all right 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 yeah. I'm not seeing a name that I have to keep on offense I <sighs> yeah I mean, I didn't think it would come to this, but you could also pluck somebody off another team. It cuts, too. You could do that as well. Like I, a sixth receiver that you know is good on special teams. I, I don't know that you want to go into the season, though, with just nine defensive backs. No, but we got two spots, don't we? Don't yeah. we have an O and a D? Right. So I think a D back is going to make the team. Yeah, just a matter of who. I would say Norwood's the leader in the clubhouse. Or just you could also keep a, a, a ninth linebacker. Because mm-hmm. that guy's going to play, presumably, play or both. special teams for you. Or both, yeah. Or both. So that's really what it comes down to. I mean, we, we don't have to make our 53, but we just mentioned six or seven players fighting for two spots. Yeah. And I, I think that's basically what the competition comes down to. I think, you're, I think the guys you're looking at are Gunner, Cody White. I'm just going to go through this. Yeah, yeah. No particular order here. Let's go position by position. Gunner, yeah. Cody White. Right. Um, Cook or Clark on the O-line. Cook, Clark. Um, That's about it on offense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Would you be open to a running back or wide receiver that plays teams I mean, he'd have from to be, another team? He'd have to be really good at it, and if he was really good at it, he's probably not getting cut. He's probably not getting cut. You know, That has a history of being able to catch passes. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd probably rather keep my own. That looks then, like that's going to do it for practice, by the way. They're shorty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I think maybe you keep – can you keep eight defensive linemen? Would you concede – what about Akeem Butler? No. I don't think. No. He'd have to be yeah, really good just, on teams. Just watch him drop two, two passes well, out I know, today. but right. And they're not even in pads. Like, you can't do that. I get it. You I mean, that's not that. enough for me to cut him No, I mean, but it, alone, doesn't, it but doesn't help your help. cause. Right, 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 yeah, right. You're, you're not helping your cause. He hasn't stood out enough to be no, like, we I, have I to keep that I don't guy, think so right. either. 
Um, no, I might keep two defensive backs. I might keep Riley and Norwood instead of all those O linemen. Potentially, because uh, you know, I'd... as much nickel and dime as teams play and special teams. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my vote. I mean, all those o- offensive players, unless they like Cook a lot better than maybe I've given him credit for. I think all those guys we mentioned on offense are not hard to find off the scrap heap. Yeah, I mean, unless they really think Cook has a chance to be a, a guy, and you might even sneak him on special teams or on the practice squad. I think I'd keep two D-backs. There's potential there, yeah. I, I, you know, again, that's what it's going to come down to. And, again, do they have any injuries over these final couple of weeks here mm-hmm. that force your hand? Because the, 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 the problem then becomes if you keep somebody and you want to put place them on injured reserve and have them become available again later in the season, you have to carry them on their 53-man roster, right, right. on the initial 53-man roster, which means you have to release somebody else and have them clear waivers. And then That's hard. And right. then place that guy. So, Like the Dolphins, for example, folks. If are Armstead, gonna go, yeah. They're going to do Ryan it. Ramsey's going to make yeah. their, their final roster right. for a day or whatever. Yeah. But then you're a guy short. Which means they're going to have to release somebody else that they have the intention of bringing back. Mm-hmm. But other teams might have a different idea or agents might look at, you know, totally different idea. Yeah. So it, it's uh, it, it gets dicey when you start doing that. It absolutely does. They would need a pretty big injury to happen, I think, for that to be the factor for this team. Yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Because, like, Trice isn't going to be that guy, you know. Yeah. No, right. Yeah, he's already been placed on IR, so mm-hmm. he's done for the year. That's what that's what you don't want to do um, if you have any intentions. You, you could bring multiple guys back now. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, so, you're, you know, if a star gets hurt, you're probably going to leave that door open to do that. So, I wish I knew Riley, Barku, Norwood, are they – Okay, special teamers, good special teamers. I think those are things we're going to figure out here in these last couple of weeks. Right, right, right. And that's going to be the determining factor. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the Steelers are breaking off here. They just finished up their practice here at St. Vincent College. That will do it for the final open practice of St. Vincent College 2023. Uh, The next time, well, the Steelers will be, they'll have a workout here tomorrow, but that, of course, is not open to the public. That'll just be the walkthrough. They'll head back to, uh, to Pittsburgh. They'll break camp here. And the next time they go on the practice field for a full practice, it will be at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex, which is, of course, closed to the public. And you can't get any information out of that. Unless you, it, all, the, all the rules that are always in place are then back in place again. Right. So You won't be hearing play-by-play from us or no, this guy looks good. Or not that we did much today anyway. No, today was not yeah, normal not, practice. Not here. our typical day. But um, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And ESPN 970 will be back with our number two right after this.